0: Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm writer, filmmaker, and book devourer, Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. Yeah, that's right,
1: a left-out actress. This episode, we're talking about personalizing your book collection, because we're fucking nerds, but hey. first, <laughs> what are you reading, Bria? I was sent a book, we were sent a book, and I took it. Uh, it's called Sampaku by Kate Gavino, uh, who, it's a comic book. And or a graphic novel, I would say. And who could say? What's the difference? Uh, she there are
0: probably a bunch of people. who, could who say. Some people who
1: well definitely could say. Yeah. Um, it's one book. It's a book. It's a hardback book, hardcover. Um, and she also did the art in it, and the art is really cool. So essentially, it's about. Um, She's fascinated with the Japanese idea of Sampaku. Do you know about this idea? It's if your whites of your eyes show, like, above or below, it's like a bad omen for you. You're doing it right now. Oh, my God. It's just because your eyes are so wide. Like, you're holding your eyes wide. Yeah. <laughs> um, She's Filipina and Catholic, and um, she goes with this, like— Catholic school, and she starts eating this macrobiotic diet and meditating because she's worried about the simpako. Anyway, it's a really interesting. It's a, it's really cute, but she's a teenager. So it's like kind of like a YA or even like tween sort of coming of age story. And the art is really cool. It's a little square book, and I'm sorry I didn't bring it, uh, but the art is like there's basically one picture or so on each page. And it, she did it all, and it's like really gorgeous, and the backgrounds are all things that like are just really cool looking. They're really, like texturized drawings. I, I don't know how to explain it without. So just go go look it up, guys. It's called Sampaku. Yeah, uh, look at
0: the link in the show notes.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Um, the I want like all of her backgrounds to be like the wallpaper of my house. Like they're like, oh, it's all black and white too. Oh, cool. It's really cool. I'm very impressed with it. Um, I don't know much about this author, but like I would definitely pick up anything else she's done because I just think she's. It's it's a really fucking rad cool book that explores a bunch of stuff that like I didn't know that much about but it doesn't mean that it's not accessible like it's it's yeah. very like oh cool I just learned all about like <laughs> our life as a tween just like really cute. Uh, uh what what are you reading Mallory? I'm reading the new Grady Hendrix. Oh, I have it at my house and I haven't read it yet because I'm still reading stupid It.
0: <laughs> you're gonna be you, Stephen King. You're going to be reading It for the rest of your life. No,
1: I'm going to finish it. I'm that's literally... the true
0: horror of It is that you get to the end of the book and you're like, I'm going to, no,
1: I can never stop. They Actually, they just, then a clown walks in and just hands you, you know, volume two. He's like, volume two, bitch. Uh, I am going to be done by the next time we do this podcast. I swear to God.
0: Uh, that's the that. goal. Um, so yeah, it's called it's the new Grady Hendrix novel. It's called We Sold Our Souls, and it comes out when this episode comes out, it'll, it comes out next week, so you can pre-order it right now. There'll be a link in the show notes. We got a listener who wrote in and was like, I heard Priya was reading the new Shawnee McGuire. How can they read how, how could she be reading that? It comes out in January. Guys, the best thing about doing a book podcast oh. is people send us advanced review copies. I forget to talk that about some of the them are
1: advanced review copies, and I mm-hmm. should look that up at a time. Because we don't
0: always read all of them because this isn't we don't review books on the show. <laughs> But luckily, Grady is going to be uh, he's going to be coming on the show very soon. So um, I wanted to get this book read before he came on, but also because I've been super excited to read this book. And I'm really pumped up about it uh, because the main character is a woman and she is a big metal fan like I am. Mm -hmm. And so it's really cool. Like it opens up like her learning guitar when she's a kid and like she's in a shitty home. And I was like having a lot of feelings about it. Um, but basically the, I'm, I'm not too far into it, but the story is, you know, she gets, she becomes part of this really famous metal band and they make a lot of money, but then the singer, I think it is, goes solo and basically leaves the band in the dust and has this huge career on the rest of the band. Like she ends up becoming a hotel manager and like is barely making ends meet until at some point she realizes that. The success of the guy who left everyone behind might not have been natural; it might
1: Ooh. have been supernatural. Oh, the singer guy! The singer is a is a guy. Yes. Oh, cool. So cool, cool. he. This oh, God, I'm so, so excited to read it. It's sitting It's sitting there, just taunting me.
0: It's so good so far. I'm very, very excited about it, uh, and I'm also excited to report that Sean is reading a new book. Sean, get your butt in here. I'm reading a book called uh, Disco's Out, Murder's In, and it's about, uh, <laughs> you like that, Maloney? <laughs> I do. A big Thumbs big up. hater of disco. <laughs> um, it's about I uh, love disco. L.A. Uh,
1: punk and hardcore scene in the 80s and about people in that scene. And, yeah, it's interesting.
0: That sounds fun. Who who wrote it? Oh, God. Two people, and I don't know how to say their names. Who's um, on it. And uh, and also, I don't know how I came across it. I think I came across it like some ad or it, somehow I saw it on the internet at like 4 a.m. Wow. You were the product of good book marketing. Is that what that is? Yes, it is.
1: Uh, the full title is Disco's Out, Murder's In, The True Story of Frank the Shank and L.A.'s Deadliest Punk Rock Gang by Heath Mattioli and David Spacconi. That's my thoughts. Oh, you have it right there. He already walked away. Ooh, cover's school. Ooh, cover is cool. But why is it murder? So,
0: We're going to find out. Okay. Who's Sh- going fi- to find Sean's <laughs> going to find out. And give us a book for it. So that's Disco's Out, Murder's In. Uh, that's Sean's book. And my, I'm reading uh, We Sold Our Souls by Grady Hendrix. And my, I just read Sam Paku by Kate Gavino, which is out already. You could get it this month. Yes, and you can pre-order Grady's book. We've talked about My Best Friend's Exorcism enough on the show that everyone knows how much we love Grady Hendrix. And this book is definitely worth, uh, worth a library holder a buy. Uh, so we're going to take a moment to answer a recommendation request from Arielle. Uh, Ariel says, when I was a kid, I really loved what I heard called fractured fairy tales. These are books like Ella Enchanted, where they put a spin on classic fairy tales or fables. I feel like Circe kind of falls into the category, and I really enjoyed reading it for book club. Are there any other adult books in this category that you know about? Bria, what should she read? Um, a book you and I both really enjoyed was The Mary Spencer. Oh, I love this book. It fucked me up. By Mallory Ortberg. And not just because it's by another Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel competition with other Mallories? No. Although I will say uh, Mallory Ort- or, or, Mallory Ortberg is Your Daniel enemy. Mallory okay. Ortberg now. Oh. Um, they are uh, oh. a trans man. Oh, I didn't know that. So when they wrote, they had transitioned while writing this book. So it was published under Mallory Ortberg. But if you're going to follow them on social media, look for Daniel Mallory Ortberg.
1: Oh, copy. Good to know. Um, So this is a retelling of fairy tales in a really dark way, and it has some really beloved children's stories. Oh God, and makes sense. the them Velveteen so Rabbit story up. is my
0: favorite and fucking wrecked me. Yeah, it's basically like, what if your stuffed animals came to life, but
1: also they're narcissistic psychos? Yeah, what if that happened? So um, this book is uh excellent, Um, and it's a short story. So it's a bunch of short stories. I don't know how many, but it's really great. I I loved it, I, and I agree that I'm, I haven't thought of Cersei as in this category of like...
0: That's a retelling. I think it's like myths and...
1: Yeah, yeah, like a retelling, which I really like, especially when it's from someone else's perspective in these well-known stories. I always think that's really interesting. So why oh, yeah. we love
0: Wicked. I know I just talked about Wicked recently on the show, but But you know, there's a bunch of like Mere- the Mere Wife by Maria Devana Headley just came out, which is great. Who's that um. about? Uh, it's uh, Beowulf. Retelling. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So this yeah, there's a there's a few that are like that. Uh I love this type of book. And now Of course, I have a bunch of weird recommendations for this. Uh, Retold fairy tale books, they're all fucked up, but I figured I'd go with something nice for once. Okay. This book, guaranteed, not fucked up or weird.
1: Whoa. Who who are you and what did you do with Mallory? It's a shocker recommendation. (laughs) Get out of here.
0: I feel like I've been doing weird recommendations for like months, so I'm like something wholesome and nice for once. Are you a scary bug in a Mallory skin (laughs) suit? Get out of here. (laughs) The metamorphosis. The malamorphosis. <laughs> Don't tell John that. He will I'll never hear the end of it. Uh, so my recommendation for this is The Girls at the Kingfisher Club by Genevieve Valentine. And it's a roaring 20s flapper girl reimagining of the 12 dancing princesses. It's just like wicked fun and it's wicked cute. It's a wicked great read. It's like a... What's the 12 dancing princesses? It's a fairy tale about 12 dancing princesses who are trapped and have to dance. Oh, so scary. Okay. I didn't know about that. Well, I mean, I know know. It. it's it's like, it's not one of the more well-known ones. I guess it depends sure. on how into fairy tales you are, but it's, um, this is book, as I would say, it's a great beach read. It's just like, it's not super long. It's really fun. It's really well paced. It's just like, it's a fun romp and I fucking loved it. So if you're looking for a fairy tale reimagining that's more along the lines of Ella Enchanted and less along the lines of like narcissistic velvetine rabbits, <laughs> this is a good way to go. Uh, So you can always email your recommendation request to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Also, we have a couple of bookmarks today. Um, One, we want to congratulate N.K. Jemisin on her historic triple Hugo wins for the fucking, for her Broken Earth trilogy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, congratulations to Sarah Gailey, uh, one best fan writer. Uh, Mer Lafferty, someone who's been on the show, she, oh, yeah. Mer, Mer Lafferty's podcast, Ditch Diggers, that she does with Matt Wallace, one for Best Fan Cast. I watched all the, the Hugos. So I was very oh, excited.
1: Oh, that's so cute. It's I like the it.
0: nerd. It's like the sci-fi Oscars, so I watched the whole thing. It's very exciting. Who,
1: ho- does they, like, is it YouTube?
0: Where is it? Yeah, it was on YouTube. You can go see it. You can go watch it now. It's like two and hours. Is it an award show, like people dress yeah, up? Yeah, Felisa Day uh, um, presented oh. the, because the Hugos now do a YA novel. Oh, cute. And Nnedi for one. For Akata Witch. Oh, nice. So, Jeez. yeah, if you were into sci-fi, go check, go watch the Hugos. It was, it's like nerd Oscars. So I was like, you know, Sunday night, I'm in my jammies. I'm all, got, like watching the Hugos. It was really fun. That's so cute. Uh, also, this is a personal bookmark from me. Um, if we're doing something really cool with my book... And so if you are a librarian or a bookseller or you know a librarian or bookseller, please email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com and get in touch with me. I would really, really appreciate your support. Uh, And there's something really cool we're doing with my book, and I would love for you to be involved in it. Um, Also, final bookmark. I've said this before on the show, but i got to say it again because it makes me feel really bad. Folks, you could have stopped sending stuff to our Instagram DMs. Like, I check them maybe once a month. I always fucking forget. And if you don't, if we don't follow you, it doesn't go into our DM. Like, it doesn't go into our inbox. It goes into our requests, and I don't get a notification for that. So I never fucking check it. Like once a month and I always look in there and there's a bunch of stuff from people that are like, here's this cool thing. Thanks so much for doing the show. And I feel like the biggest jerk ever because like. Well, you can send them there and just know that we're not going to check them for months Yeah if you if you want to send us stuff, please email them to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Twitter DMs. I don't even know if you can DM us on Twitter, but like it's just the fastest way. It goes right to my phone. Like I check that every like once a week, once every few weeks. The DMs other places I don't check. And we always want to hear from you. So it breaks my heart when I see DMs in there that are like a month old, and I'm like, I feel like an asshole. I'm so sorry. I don't even know where these things go. I'm looking. Yeah, my... it's hard to find. Okay. It's a nightmare. So please know that if you've sent us a DM on Instagram and we've never responded, that's why. We don't hate you. We love you very much. We're just bad at checking Instagram. Uh, so before we talk about personalizing your books. is supported in part by mislexia magazine the uk's best-selling magazine for women who write
1: read by top authors and absolute beginners no other magazine provides mislexia's unique mix of inspirational and thought-provoking articles craft advice reviews and interviews as well as extensive listings for writing competitions open submission slots courses and grants to top it off every issue comes with a series of poems and short stories from some of the best
0: women writers working today so, for 25% off a digital subscription to the magazine, visit the shop at uk and enter the code glasses25 at checkout. Uh, so, right now they're on issue 79, and there are articles by uh, Great British Baking Show alumni, activist, and author of Eat Up, Ruby Tandow, which would e- excite Bria very much. Uh, yeah. She tells us what she's reading, which is something that we really care about on Reading Glasses. Uh, there's an uh, article on self publishing by Orna Ross. Uh, Katie Guest writes about adjusting to a portfolio-based career and all of her side hustles. And uh, 18-year-old Imogen Usherwood talks about lack lack of representation for women authors in her English lit curriculum. That's awesome. This all sounds like stuff that we give a shit about. Yeah, it really does. So check that out, misslexia.co.uk, and enter code CLASSES25 at checkout for 25% off a digital subscription. Hey, Max
1: Fun listeners. Have you been listening to Max Fun for a while and you've just been wondering where's the new Flat Earth podcast to keep hearing about?
0: Well, here it is. We give you all the facts on NASA's lies and how we know that the Earth is actually flat. Just Just kidding. kidding. (laughs) This is Ono, Ross, and Carrie, and we join fringe
1: religious groups. We undergo alternative medical treatments. And we hang out with people like 9-11 truthers, flat earthers. We find out why do people believe strange things.
0: We join them, and we tell you all about it. We have a lot of fun. We make a lot of friends.
1: Yeah, we do. We joined the Mormons. We joined the Scientologists. We got acupunctured. We got fire cupped. We got ear candled. We've done it all, and we're going to keep doing it all. Why don't you check out Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org?
0: This week, it's all about marking your books. If you guys thought we were nerdy, we're going <laughs> to... Wait, wait, wait Should we talk about this. Oh boy. <laughs> um, so when you have a nice personal library, and I mean, that's either in physical or digital form, you can have a personal library that looks like anything. Uh, it's nice to let people know you worked hard building and curating, okay, maybe hoarding uh, that collection. <laughs> and there's a lot of cool ways to do this. So first up is book pra- plates, also known as ex libris, which is Latin for from the library of. Uh, and they're usually custom labels that go on the inside of a book and they'll have a crest or a coat of arms or a design of some kind that say, from the library of, and a name. Th- these used to be labels that you glued on, glued into books and in old books, sometimes you can still find them. So a bit of history, um, before book plates, there was something
1: called book
0: rhymes, which people put in
1: books. There were little rhymes or poems um, to discourage people from stealing them. What? So a common rhyme was, if this book you steal away... What will you say on Judgment Day?
0: Oh, dear. <laughs> Can you imagine getting up to heaven and God's like, listen, bitch, I know you took Sally's book 35 years ago and never gave it back to you or you're going to hell. Well, it's Judgment Day now. Where are all those stolen books? On the scale, it's like the, your heart and then all the books you've taken <laughs> from people. Could somebody please make fan of art of that? Because that's amazing.
1: Um, Another rhyme that was featured in... um. In a book, The Warning A Warning to the Curious, uh, A book rhyme was um, Nathaniel a- Ager. What do we think? Ager? Nathaniel Ager is my name and England is my nation. Seaberg is my dwelling place and Christ is my salvation. When I am dead and in my grave and all my bones are rotten, I hope the Lord will think on me when I am long
0: forgotten. That is so creepy. Isn't it so I, weird? See, I, if it, I opened up a book that said that, I would put it down because I'd be so creeped out by the person Well, who maybe it. you should think
1: about this. I mean, you could write your own book rhyme about you, you going into heaven. <laughs>
0: Or we all know that that's not where I'm going. <laughs> or
1: or just being dead and in a grave, and then maybe people won't steal your books, guys, folks. Yeah, Call out to listeners. Book rhyme about Mallory dying. Uh,
0: but, uh, or write your own book rhyme. Um, this is a reading glasses challenge. Write Maybe some people rhyme. already have some.
1: It's just they kind of went away so once we got. i so fucking impressed. So they, they were replaced by book plates because then it was just like from the library. Yeah, it was just like so much easier than yeah. writing a rhyme in somebody in your book, obviously. But yeah. I just love the idea of a book rhyme.
0: Yeah. That's it's so weird. The coolest thing I am... I have to—somebody please write me a book, rhyme. <laughs> uh, so nowadays, you can still get these, and even easier. Now they're all, like, in sticker form. You don't have to fucking, like, glue them in your book anymore. It's a really cool and fancy gift to get somebody a custom book plate. I know I have a few friends that have ones that they got themselves. Um, it's, it's also really handy when you let somebody borrow a book. Like, you can't argue with a book plate.
1: Yeah, and if you're looking for a personalized book plate, Etsy has about a million options. And you know it's, like, made by someone in their cute little crafting room. So it's just a nice way to support it. Um, I found so many cute ones that made me want to buy more physical books. Like, when I was looking through it, I was like, I want to buy more books because these are so adorable. You can get really personal with them, too. Like, you can have, like, your name, but also, like, a cool image of, like, a fox or a tree or a... I I don't know. Those are just, like, the first two I saw on there. But (laughs) there's other things. things. Something to you. Yours would be eight cats just yes. running around a book. <laughs> a
0: book. Eight <laughs> cats in like a weird circle around a book doing yeah. some kind of cat ritual. Exactly. Uh, holding, but, well, holding
1: their little cat hands together.
0: <laughs> <they're>, pause. <laughs> I love how they don't have paws. They have
1: cat hands. Cat hands are actually just, instead of fingers, there's more cats. <laughs> That's a cat. Hand. <laughs> Sean looks so freaked out right there, now. There's just they're like they have regular hand, like five cats on each That's cat what I want. hand. That is what I want. But, so horrible.
0: But Bria, you could get one of these and you can stick one on the back of your e reader case.
1: I love this idea and I never thought about it till you wrote it down in this Google Doc we share.
0: <laughs> I, it's like a fun way to personalize your e reader because that and you could say instead of saying. From the library of, you could say it contains the library of. Yeah, I
1: like that because it is so your library. Yeah, that's so cute. I know there's a lot of books on there,
0: and I feel well, like I have
1: various, I have more than one e-reader, but the old ones are all defunct. But
0: imagine you with like your trench coat and you're like, look at all my, <laughs> readers, <laughs> all my many readers. You want to read only, a book, kid? only one works?
1: <laughs> Guess which one. Uh,
0: you can also get a book imposter. I have one of these. Uh, you know what? The- Everyone sees my book embossed, and they're like, what the fuck, Mallory, really? <laughs> but they're really cool, and they're much easier to get than you think they are. They basically look like a little handheld clamp thing, mm-hmm. and you stick one of the front end pages like in between the clamp, and you press it down, and your book is, is embossed with like a little seal, and mine has a cat, shocker, and it says, from the library of Mallory O'Mara, okay, all in question. uppercase letters. Oh, it's all in uppercase? Because okay. you wrote it on this thing, and I was like, it's all lowercase? No, it's all uppercase. My grandfather got this for me, so it, I imagine that someone's like, from the library of Mallory <laughs> O'Mara! <laughs> it's like someone yelling it at
1: you. <laughs> that book? <laughs> it's very appropriate that a grandfather would buy yes. you,
0: a grandparent would buy you something in all uppercase. Yes, that is a hun- That is so true. That's just before texting. Your yeah. grandfather's got you a book embosser, all in caps. I love that. <laughs> uh, <and> I <laughs> On actually, brand. I actually don't use it anymore because I need to get one that says from the library of Mallory O'Mara and Alan Amato. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I'm nervous about that because that's my, like, that is basically me getting him a wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> that is the highest level of commitment that I can give. And I've been, like, we, we've been thinking about, like, how to, we, we have an idea for a design and stuff.
1: <laughs> Big a, commitment you're having. Big this commitment. Is about as far as it goes for it's me.
0: A, it's a good wedding gift for people, though. Yeah. A
1: wedding gift or commitment party gift or engagement gift or anything like oh, that. Oh, that's a
0: good idea. Yeah, as long
1: as you're combining your books. I keep thinking about that lady who wrote us in, wrote into us who said, she did not want to combine her books. I
0: don't blame her, but it's yeah. like that it was one of the biggest levels of commitment with me and Alan is when we combined our libraries together, and it's like, it's intense.
1: Um, so, so, little fact: book embossers became popular because of uh, a skilled thief can actually get rid of ink on paper. So when people oh, were doing wow. stamps, uh, a skilled thief would you know be able to like get that ink off the paper. But it's basically impossible to get an embossed piece embossed piece of paper yeah. like back to. Flat. Unembossed. Flat. 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 Yeah, plain. Plain paper. Look at
0: that stack of unembossed paper you got <laughs> yeah. over
1: there. You go and you're buying like, printer paper and you're like, I just need a bunch of unembossed paper. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I think, like, they're a great gift. They're only 30 bucks or something if for the custom ones. And they are they make you feel classy as hell. Like, I'll post a picture on the, our, our Instagram of my, like, an embossed page. Like, it always, like, it, you know, whenever I would, like, people would look through my books before I was dating Alan. And they would be like, oh. I'm Anything? From the library. Of I Mariomira. see you're an embosser.
1: You must have and thirty like, bucks right. to spare. <laughs> that's right,
0: bitch. This is my library. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. I have thirty bucks to spare. <laughs> <laughs> there are also custom stamps that are along the same vein that I found on uh, uh, Etsy as well. Surprise! <laughs> um, that you can get made. So you get them. they're like an embosser. You just get them made, they're little stamps. Um, the first one that comes up when I typed in cuts like I love Etsy, love Etsy. It's like one of my goals to have an Etsy store at one point. I, I love talking Oprah about has
0: this. Been on TV, been in movies. Like one of my goals It's like a, f- a famous lady and the what she wants is an etsy store. But the very
1: first one that comes up um has a it's a the stamp that comes up has fucking reading glasses on it. And hey. I was like, "Oh my god, it's so cute, but I would never use it."
0: Um but <laughs> so if what you, would you stamp? You see <laughs> stamping stamps don't work for e-readers. You could put it on, on your hand every time and you're like, "I just read." It's like getting into a club. Yeah, that's a,
1: yeah, or people come over, I stamp them. I don't know. I we get enough <laughs> books now because yeah, of we, this podcast. Yeah, we do get a lot. Uh now that I'm mad about it. But um that I do, now I'm collecting more and more books. Which oh, I, used to know.
0: I get so excited. Alan laughs at me because I'm like, oh, more books. And Alan's like, Mallory, just, they just keep sending you books. Yeah, it's, like, it's not like it's your birthday. They're just sending, And I'm like, but they're sending me free books. This is my goal in life.
1: But if anybody has any of these, we want to see your photos. We will like, I think we should do like a whole post on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Of, the, of these, yeah.
0: Uh, you can also get a little library loan kit for your books. When we had mm-hmm. author Gail Kirger on, uh, she talked about something something similar that she has for her library. Like, so someone someone wants to borrow a book, they've got to fill out a little like library card with the date and the expected return date. They're wicked cute. They cost less than twenty dollars. And if you loan out a lot of books but can never remember, this is a good thing to try. And also, like some of the other things, like if you pay more, you can get a personalized one. Didn't my mom send us one of these? She did, and I have it in my library, and I love it, but I've never used it because I don't let people borrow my books.
1: <laughs> you were the oh, maybe I, you no. should give it to me. I let. What's funny is you're the only person I let borrow my books. And then my mom sent you a thing yes. so you could write down whenever I borrow a book. Um, I have a friend that has. I'm a member of his. Um. Video store. I have a video store card, membership card. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. To my friend Rob's um uh, video store because he has so many DVDs and Blu-rays and I borrow them all the time, especially when I'm prepping for something. And he gave me a little video card and he has a little thing that you have to like check it out on. To, like you have to write
0: down what you have. Because I have kept his movies for way longer than I should have. Oh, that's and he's funny. always like, I know what you have. I'm like, oh right. That's amazing. You also don't have to have your book plates be from your library. It's like, uh, uh, this is the pinnacle of nerd. Okay. Are you ready for this? This is the tippity, nerdiest part of this nerdy podcast. You can get a book plate from a fictional library that you love. So you can have on your e-reader like a sticker that says from the prop like, Property of Hogwarts Library, oh, cute. or Nightvale Public Library. If you like, Welcome to Nightvale, like, or even libraries from TV, like the Sunnydale Public Library. If you're a Buffy fan, oh, cute. that's some hardcore book nerd. I bet
1: they sell these on Etsy, also. <laughs> I'm sure.
0: This is basically just a giant...
1: Ad uh, for Etsy. Ad for Etsy. (laughs) We're being paid by them. Just kidding. Uh, No. Oh, God. Can you imagine if we got sponsored by Etsy? I love it. If I got free cards, like, where I could spend stuff on Etsy, I would just never leave the
0: house. I would be on the computer all the time. Oh, yeah. God. That would be, like, pinnacles. Free books, free snacks, free Etsy. (laughs) We'd be set. Uh, So you can send your thoughts on marketing your library to read podcast at gmail.com. And before we look at some book tech, we're going to take a quick break. Genre film fans, hear me, I know you're out there. Do not be ashamed of your love for gore, action, sci fi, or fantasy. It's time to come out of the shadows. Because on Switchblade Sisters, we celebrate our love for genre films. I'm film critic April Wolf. Each week, I have a conversation with a different female filmmaker about their fave genre film, and we cover film craft, getting projects off the ground, working with actors, and our general love for genre movies. I've had so many great guests, like Heather Graham. In the past, it's like so many films are made by men that the female point of view is not always respected, which is why. I, all these stories haven't come out till now Jennifer's body director Karin Kusama I think there's a lot more fantasy and a lot more expectation projected onto a woman director comedian and actor Kate Berlant I mean it sounds so cheesy to talk about it in yourself like you just keep going you are you know I'm just a vessel like I I just do it you know I don't think but like that is what it is and many others so check out Switchblade Sisters every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> Uh, So now we're going to look at some book tech, advances in bookish technology. Uh, This week we're looking at a browser extension called, very creatively, library extension. Uh, (laughs) It's really, it's on point, you know? It is. You know what? You don't need anything fancy. Uh, So it's for a Chrome browser, and I think they're trying to develop it for Firefox too. Uh, So when you're looking at books online, it will instantly tell you in a little box in the corner of your screen if the book that you're looking at is available at your library. How fucking cool. It's so cool. So, it works with a lot of sites like Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And right in the little box, it tells you how many copies are available, which branches they're available from, both physical books and ebooks, sadly not audiobooks. So, not super accessible just yet. Uh, one click, and you're brought to a page where you can check out the book or put it on hold once you sign in. Bria, what do you think of this? I use this. This, this is, is not- I use this since you
1: told me about it, which I think was about two years ago. Oh my God. I've, before we even started doing I think the podcast, so. it's I've had it on my Chrome Reading glasses book tag. I know it's great. It's not obtrusive. Um, unobtrusive. What is that word? Unobtrusive. Unobtrusive. Um, basically, there's in the corner of your browser. There's a little stack of books. That's the only reason you know it's there in the upper right hand corner. But it does everything automatically. And sometimes it's just like a nice reminder when I'm looking at a book on Amazon. It it comes up like so. It's like. The, where the price is on Amazon, it comes up above that. Yeah. Like, in the thing. And so, and it's like, oh, hey, you could also get this from a library. It's like, it's for like it's just a little reminder, like, hey, guess what? This is at your local library. Right this second. If you will just wait till tomorrow, you could also get it tomorrow. Like, you can just, in you can, like, because, you know, I don't know, you can't do this for every library, but you can order books from in from every branch in the Los Angeles Public Library System oh, and yeah. deliver it right to your library. Um, So I love it. I use it all the time, and I kind of, like, Also, it gives me a sense of, like, what what the library is carrying. Because, like, there's certain things that I forget that I can get, like, a graphic novel from the library. You know? Like, that kind of stuff. Like, I just am like, oh, I should own that. And then I'm like, well, no, actually, I don't have to. I could just be a part of this public institution that provides it for me for free. Yeah. What about you?
0: I love this. Uh, I think the thing that's tough about some library apps for me is that I like to browse. I'm a big browser. Nothing makes me happier than just fucking looking at a shitload of books. And the interface is not always easy to use in that regard. Like, you know, it's not not curated. Oh, I see
1: you're saying. Like, on the library...
0: Website, has, it's not it's not
1: recommending books you might like similar yeah. to that book. Yeah,
0: it's not as curated. And stores like Amazon are obviously better for that because they're designed to sell you shit. So like, you know, if you like this book, you'll like that book and you can mm-hmm. get really specific, like look under the top bestsellers for feminist literature or fantasy romance or YA steampunk and like get way more specific than you can on Libby. Like you could obviously look up a specific book, but it's not as good as at browsing for specific books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh so this way you can kind of turn it all around on Amazon. You remember early on when people were like, "Oh, Best Buy, it's the showcase. It's the showroom for Amazon." Now you can turn Amazon into the showcase for your library. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how Amazon is a showcase for Best Buy, but Well, you know, you would go to Best Buy and look at like t- look at all the stuff in person and then the stuff that you liked you buy it on Amazon for cheaper. Oh. Wow. Sneaky ha- life hack. Sneaky, but now you can turn it around. Uh, so you can use Amazon as a browsing interface and then get the books from the library. Mm. It's like a Robin Hood browser extension for books. <laughs> uh, four out of five pages on this for me, only because I want audiobook extension.
1: I'm going to go five out of five. Yeah, use for you, this is like
0: made for Bria. It literally is. I don't, I actually like,
1: I forget that I have it. Like, cause I use it so much, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's just like a natural part of my daily existence.
0: And it was wicked easy to download. Yeah, and it's like, like Bria said, it's really unobtrusive. It's not like it just. Sometimes I forget that I have it there. Yeah. Like no, I you don't. That it's you don't remember it till it
1: till it shows you. Yeah. You know, you don't have to press a button to make it work. It just comes up. Yeah. It's while very you're easy. browsing, yeah, which is really nice.
0: So time to solve a bookish problem from one of our listeners. Chrissy writes in, My dilemma is when I read, I like to get cozy with a blanket, but after 20 minutes I get really sleepy and have to stop reading. Do you have any advice for staying alert while still being comfortable? Natalie, what do you think? (laughs) We get a lot of reader problems like this. I know, we really do. Folks, first off, you're basically saying, I'm getting in a position that my body associates with sleeping, and then I'm getting sleepy. (laughs) Yes, that's going to happen. And we've talked about... This on the show before a little bit in a different in a, like a different way, and I think you should follow Bria's past advice and just let you fall asleep. Like take it from an insomniac guys. Don't train yourself not to fall asleep in sleepy places. Yeah, it's real bad. That being said, there's definitely a line to walk between being comfy and like passing the fuck out. So if you're doing it during the day. Have some coffee or tea or a crunchy snack to keep you awake. If you're doing it at night, avoid booze or anything that will make you extra sleepy. Put on some background music to keep yourself stimulated. Make sure your reading area is really well lit. Don't have your jammies on. Do you always call pajamas jammies? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Are they? What do they look like? Are they like matching
1: tops and bottoms? No. That's what I call a jammy. You can't just call like a pajama bottom and a t-shirt jammies.
0: Oh, then you're really going to hate what I'm about to say. <laughs> Is what you're wearing right now jammies? <laughs> no. <laughs> but for me, when I say I'm going to get in my jammies, that means I'm getting in my underpants and a giant horror t-shirt. That, I know that's not Maybe that's, it's, for me, That's not pajamas. It's jammies. I hate don't that. know if I use the word pajama Well, I
1: definitely don't say pajamas. I say pajamas. And I don't. No, I think I just call them. Like it's night it's pajamas clothes or something. Bananas like my and pajamas clothes. going down the stairs. That's how no, you know. I know. Oh, I know. I know bananas and pajamas, and it threw me for a loop when I was younger because like, I, I, like, I was like, "What? Why are they mispronouncing the word pajama?" <laughs> um, I don't. I just think I call it. I don't even think I use any of them. They can call it night clothes. Night clothes. It's time for me to put that's, on my night
0: clothes. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> Sean is laughing so hard. I can hear him in the other room. <gasps> that's That's a serial killer thing. Your night clothes! <laughs> it also just sounds like it gets dark and I put on like a weird robe or something. I sure, remember when we were joking that Brandy's like a big long nightcap?
1: I hope you were talking about this today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like a nightcap with one of those. That's it's just what it sounds like. Like a nightcap with one of those like like puffs at the <laughs> yeah. end. And it it's really long. And a really long oh, pajamas long with, the two, with the two <laughs> buttons on the back so you can like have the like buttons on. yeah Yes. <laughs> that. The thought of those pajamas grosses me out more than anything I can think of. Because I'm sorry. Okay, wait. Hold on. Just, just describe this for readers, readers at home. For listeners at home.
0: <laughs> you know these
1: long johns that are red? Yes. Cartoons, I'm describing it for the <laughs> listeners. They're red in, in cartoons and then they have two giant buttons and you, I guess, you undo those buttons and you can boom.
0: It's <laughs> so oh gross. God. I've always thought the same thing. You're keeping your pants on. We're both listeners. You can't tell right now, but both of us are actually crying right now. Hold on. We need to take a reading glasses break. (laughs) So don't read with pajamas. Don't read with pajamas. And don't read with jammies on. Pajamas. Jammies. Jammies. (laughs)
1: Jammies. (laughs) Pajamas. Jammies.
0: Pajamas. Jammies, Nightclubs. Don't read any of them. <laughs> you can't read in them. And you can't poop in them. None of these. No, do nothing you can poop with them. And take them off. <laughs> to get nude. So don't do. A, don't read. Don't read with any of those things on. Read on a couch. Don't read in bed. And um, basically. While being comfortable, like, avoid as many physical bedtime indicators as you can. Like, there's certain things that I do when I'm ready for fucking bed. Like, I get in bed. I have my cat. Although, that's not true. I always have my cat. I, like, get in bed. Like, lights are low. I have my mouth guard. My glasses are (laughs) off. (laughs) Like, that's... My body knows, my, your, your, your body's like a dog, you know, knows it's time for bed. You're yeah. picking up the leash to go into dream time. <laughs> like, don't, so avoid all of those physical indicators and like be in a comfy place, but not in a sleepy place. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I think that's, I, I totally
0: agree with you. Oh, I, this is going to make me laugh really hard. <laughs> <Which> is <why. laughs> so is Your my, Aunt
1: Bria is here. My question is, are you getting enough sleep, Chrissy? Because I love reading. I love that you're reading, but I love your health more. I think that you need to make sure you're getting enough sleep. The average person actually does not just fall asleep just because you are sitting still. I fall asleep reading every single night. I actually panic if for some reason I can't read before I go to bed. Like, I I have to read to fall asleep. And... Just so you, if you do this, the key is you have to go like back three pages every night before you when you start reading again. Because I always that last, you know, those last few pages while you're reading before you fall asleep. Yeah, they, just re- turn into like an LSD nightmare, <laughs> nightmare where you're like and- somehow both in reality but in the book and you're yeah, acting you have it no out. Idea what's happening? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's like where Freddy Krueger lives. Um, <laughs> um, if I do read at night. And I don't want my body to fall asleep because I want to finish a book or it's just not time for bed yet. Um, And I I do it on the couch, like you say. Like, I don't go—don't go to bed.
0: Yeah, don't read in bed if this is an issue. Yeah.
1: In grad school, I was, like, the champion of, like, I would read during the day. And then I'd fall asleep for, like, an hour and wake up and just pick right back up where I was reading. Because I was so, like, sleep-deprived that I was constantly just, like, trying to catch up on my sleep during the day. Um, But, yeah, I think you should— how many hours of sleep are you getting? Maybe you need a couple more. Um, but if not, then I think go and read somewhere not in bed. Otherwise, it sounds like your body is just sort of like trained to read when you're falling, trained to fall asleep while you're reading. Yeah, I so break really know. that cycle. Yeah, yeah. I think also I always suggest this not for for Mallory, but apples that keep you awake. That's a grad school like trick. Apples.
0: Well, you, if you're me, you can bake them first, but they're not going to be as wakeful. When
1: you yeah, the I crisp- can't have
0: raw stone fruit. <laughs> I can have cooked stone fruit. Guys, you all know who's gonna for- die first in the apocalypse, and it is me. <laughs> um, I
1: but yeah, it's the um garlic stuffed olives. That's my other trick. My mom used to use red hots to keep her awake.
0: Your mom's the best. Yeah. So if you want to solve your reader problem, send it to reading glasses Podcast at gmail.com. Also, your pajama problems. We're here for those as well. Uh, as always, we want to thank Danielle, who runs our Facebook group, and Chrissy and Rachel, who moderate our Goodreads page. Uh, remember that you can buy Reading Glasses tote bags and bookmarks and shirts in the in the MaxFun store. There's a link in the show notes. They're wicked cool. They're so cool. They say, ask me what I'm reading on them. You can make some cool book friends and have some cool book conversations. And if you don't want to talk to anybody, we have a Do Not Disturb the Reading Tote someone literally te- when I put them online they were like well do you have one to say don't ask me what I'm reading and I was like yeah we do here's a link <laughs> we got you covered mm-hmm. folks we got you fucking covered okay if you were a shy reader or you want to make some friends mm-hmm. we got the whole spectrum mm-hmm. uh, so if you like the show please rate and review us on iTunes it's really great for us and helps us reach more readers the ones that uh, have you can put in what book that you would gift to people or what book you're reading right now and we will read them on the show we're really close we'll to start find. reading them next week Yes, we're really close to 500 reviews. If we will do, we did. I know we did something exciting. We did the book club for 400. We will do, we will also do something exciting for 500. We have not decided what yet. How many do we have? I think 460 something. What? Yeah, we're wicked close. Or maybe 470. We're wicked close to 500 reviews. It's nuts. We're coming for you. We're coming uh, other, for you. Other 500. Book, <laughs> other book podcasts. Other book podcasts. Uh, so, you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at reading G podcast on Instagram at readingglassespodcast. And you can always follow along on our bookish adventures using the general hashtag readingglassespodcast. Thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for reading. Last year I abstained. This year I devour without guilt, which is also an art. Margaret Atwood. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture.